Johnny. <laughs> nice. I want to start this episode immediately with a couple of shout outs because I promised them to complete strangers. And this way, if you tune in, I know you're hearing them. Yeah. Actually, so, this is a really good because the very first one you're going to do. Like, who, who, who are we shouting out first? So we have a lot of ground to cover. So we'll go quickly. But right. the first one, Johnny at a place called Roberta's in Brooklyn. New York. Oh, okay. Wow. Yes. So I don't know. <laughs> is last... he going to listen? Of course he is. He I know he's going to. And I'll tell you why. But we, uh, Tara and I went to a wedding up in West Point, yada, yada. And we spent a day in the, in the actual city with a mutual friend of ours. What's up, Natalie? And we, she lives in Brooklyn. We went to a place called Roberto's and they have crafty ass pizza. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know if it's wood fired or brook or whatever, but it's amazing. And I can't wait to go back there. That so, would be a really good name for a restaurant. Crafty ass pizza. It, yeah. Crafty <laughs> dude. Craft. We definitely called this when we created this podcast because I'm seeing craft everywhere pop up. Well, craft beer is big. So that has all, yeah, that has been big, but I saw it on something ridiculous lately. It said craft something shit. I can't remember what it was. I'll remember it. But anyways, craft is just a really trendy. Word. It's a trendy word. Yeah. Trendy boys. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Shout out to Johnny, and the reason specifically to Johnny, he was our server, and he they had a a piece of homemade artwork on the wall that was homemade artwork. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it was like Brokeback Mountain, like the guy, you know, sort of over the guy's back with his arms around him. I don't remember the two actors, but their faces. Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. Wow, nice job. <laughs> Never saw the movie, actually. Swear to God. <laughs> I was about to call you a queer, and I realized how offensive that would be. That's our sense of humor, though, Johnny. Anyways, he showed us the uh, – he, he pointed at this painting, and their faces were pizza. And he asked me – Their he said, faces were pizza? Yeah, in, yeah. in the art. This is a pizza place. And yeah. he asked me to come up with a name for it. He's like, we haven't come up with a, with a solidified name for it yet. For that For that art? painting okay. or whatever, yeah. So, you know, me, I, I was like, oh, I got to figure this out. And, of course, with it being Brokeback Mountain, I was like, I know the second word. Uh-huh. It's going to be mountain, M-O-U-N-T-I-N apostrophe. Uh-huh. You know, like mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was good. The best thing I could come up with for the first one, their noses were mushrooms. So uh-huh. I did mushroom mountain. Okay. You, know? you got the alliteration down. Yeah. And, you know, there's like a, a sexual innuendo in there. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. But I admit there's room for improvement. So the reason I'm saying this uh, I'm going to post a picture of that. That's going to be the episode image is this painting. And if anybody has any good ideas, let me know. And I will get a hold of Johnny because Robertus has a Twitter. I will track you down, Johnny. That's going to look really interesting compared to all of our other real pictures. That's going to be art. Well, it's a real picture of the art. Okay. So yeah, I, know. I understand yes. what you're saying. No, I, I know. We, we branch out with that. So that's, that's the first one. Second one. Do you want to do the second one? Was it, was it Brent? I think it was Brett. Brett. Yeah. Okay. Because we have listener Brent. Yeah. And now we have Stone Summit Brett. Yeah. So Stone Summit is a climbing gym, a rock climbing gym, indoor rock climbing gym that we have been going to frequenting lately. Um, A good friend, Jen, of mine. I always say, wait, I always say that backwards. A good friend of mine. Comma Jen. I always, I always say a good friend friend, of mine. mine. Yeah. And I think that must be. An American thing? I don't know. I don't I feel know. Like I've... Speaking, people wouldn't really pick up on it. You're safe. Thanks. Um, so Brett, he saw us walk in to the climbing gym, and you and John had your Craft Heads podcast shirt, and he was like, oh, what's that podcast? So we gave him the quick synopsis, and he said he was definitely going to listen. Brett, we hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, I'd love to go climbing at the gym with you sometime. So if you're ever not working and you're there, look at us. 
ask for us. Yeah. And we'll Hell yeah. And, and, you know, get get in touch with us on Twitter. We haven't done this in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Tommy especially. Tommy <laughs> Spittle on Instagram. That's your best bet yeah. there. Um, I'm at Swarbachev on Twitter. And then for either of us, I'm always checking the email, craftheadspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Definitely haven't done that in a while. Yeah. So I think that's that stuff out yeah, of the way. Yeah, and just another thing, we went tubing. In Helen, Georgia. Oh weekend. my God, that's right. We did want to talk about. We that. needed to just shout it out real quick. We don't have to have the synopsis because I know we're doing a lot of journaling in the podcast lately, yeah. and we're not doing so much discussion. Yeah. So Helen, Georgia, is a tubing, a very shallow, lazy, natural river. The Chattahoochee. The Chattahoochee, and, and that this is North Georgia, by the way. Helen is the town, and it's a it's a it's a German town. Yeah, it's like a, Bavarian influence kind of thing, and they have a great German food, which we did not partake in. I have before. It's awesome. No, we didn't. We, we did the barbecue. Like we always right. do after yeah. our Helen day. But uh, we had about 10, 12 people with us. Everybody was awesome. Everybody had some to drink. Some of us didn't, but others were yeah. worse than others. Friend, friend and uh, multi-time guest Kai yeah. is moving to Saint from Atlanta. Paul. Yeah, to St. Paul, Minnesota, Minnesota. right? I, yeah. keep, I keep wanting to say St. Louis, and that's wrong. Yeah. St. Paul. So... Sayonara, Kai. Yeah, we're gonna bon voyage. Him. He'll be back. He he will be, and he he gave me just such a nice hug at the end of the night, like because we went out afterwards, um, and I was like, I'm gonna miss you, man. And he like gave me this hug. And oh, was, dude, I had a moment too. It was so good that we, he was shaking, and I don't know if it was shaking because he was emotional or because he was just trying to give me like a That's strong, a strong boy. man hug. Yeah. But uh, it was it was a good hug, and uh, appreciate you, Kai. Absolutely. Wow, wow, we're 42 minutes in already. Yeah. I saw the second <laughs> What um, What are we drinking? Oh, oh, okay. Now, to everybody, we're drinking my favorite bourbon. I th- we may have talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah, I don't think we ever drank it. <laughs> but we've never drank it. It's called Hudson. and um, Baby bourbon. Baby Hudson baby bourbon. It is the smoothest bourbon that I've ever drank. Uh, listener and friend Joseph Lazara. I'm going to give him his last name. The fool boy. Uh, introduced it to me about a year ago. And um, it's it's a it's an expensive bottle. It's like a seventy dollar bottle, but I use it for special occasions. And this is the first time that Alex and I are yep. recording an episode in my new place. This this is especially at the price point. This is like the Hibiki of bourbon. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, exactly. which was the Japanese whiskey that we had several episodes ago. So cheers to being crafty, boys. Cheers, craftheads. <laughs> that wasn't unique at all. Oh, this is on an empty stomach. It's going to go right to my head, and I can't wait. All right, so speaking of stomach stuff, I, mm-hmm. this is one thing that I wanted to bring up. I am having stomach issues again. I hate it. And and it hasn't been recent, but today I tried something that I haven't done in a while because I cut it out of my life. Yeah. It was processed meats, like sandwich meats. Mm-hmm. I had a Jimmy John's today for lunch, mm-hmm. and I had been avoiding this for like the last like month, and I had been feeling really good. Had a Jimmy John's today, my stomach's fucked up. And I wonder if that has to do with nitrates, gluten, maybe? Right. I don't know. I don't know, but I think I need to, like... Well, it can't be gluten, because you, you've eaten pasta and whatnot. Pizza? <laughs> I actually have You had Fritty. You had Fritty the other night. I did have... Uh, Which is a pizza place in Inman Park. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have... So, maybe it's not gluten, but I, I think there's something behind it, man. I think I actually feel better when I, when I eat, like, dairy-free, gluten-free, nitrate-free shit. Well... Any doctor, yeah. forget nutritionists, mm-hmm. any doctor will tell you, minimize how much processed food you eat, right. period. Yeah. So that <clears throat> that is a thing. Yeah. That's not something that's even up for debate. So maybe you're just sensitive to it, especially if you cut it out for a while and then you tried it again. Yeah. You know? 
I, in, in, I had tried to power through this stuff in previous years when I have, like, stomach issues. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to eat hot stuff because I like hot foods. Right. And that's never been an And then issue. we got you in trouble a couple yeah. of times. I know, man. So I don't think my body can handle just powering through it yeah. anymore. And also another, getting old. another food thing I wanted to mention. I went to Publico last night. Publico? Publico? I don't know. Which used to be uh, Front Page News in Midtown. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, and there was a shooting at Front Page News. Oh, my so God. they rebranded. <laughs> just cover it up with a little marketing with rebranding. A new, with a new name. And oh, man. Oh, man. You got to go. Okay. It's like an, it was an, it was like an American-Asian fusion. Uh, they had ceviche, tacos, um, churrasco. Yeah, um, that sounds amazing. It, it was good, and I highly recommend Publico Midtown, a good food spot. I know you're always looking for good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, check it out. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I still just eat whatever I want, whenever I want, yes. and... I have heartburn. That's yeah, about it. That's it? That's that's about it. Has it been happening more recently than lately? Uh, no, but it's, it's a combination of things because I get it from certain foods and I also get it from alcohol and I eat those certain foods a lot and I drink a lot. So Where do I go? What do I do to try to figure out my stomach issues? A gastroenterologist? Yeah, gastroenterologists are as far as I know. And what would they do? Are they going to do blood? How <laughs> if they... I know, dude? Yeah. I got to go see somebody about my uh, my little salt murmurs. <laughs> what? Okay, that's that, that's going to be the factoid of the week. Uh, Tara actually had a pretty good idea of what it was. There's a really fancy word for ear, nose, and throat doctor. I'm looking it up right now before we move on to our topic here. Ear, nose, and throat doctor? Yeah. It, it's something like otosomptonologist or something. This is killing me. It's not working right now. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out real quick. I got it. Go ready. for it. Otolaryn... Yeah, otolaryngologist. Uh, yeah. Laryngologist? Otolaryngology is okay. like the science behind it. Yeah, check it out. It's it's a Otolaryngology. That's a good word to learn how to spell. It wouldn't be gology. Yeah, larin, because laryngitis yeah. is the J. Yeah. And GIF is how it's pronounced, not GIF. Oh! <laughs> that's another topic that we can talk about for an hour later. GIF. Um, hey, LeBron James, did you hear? Mm-hmm. Went to the Lakers. NBA. Yeah, how do you feel about that? It has no bearing <laughs> on my life. I, I, it would be impossible for me to care any less. Oh, Literally impossible. But, and it's and it's huge news to me because I'm a giant Cavaliers fan. LeBron James. Uh, here's what I have to say. My two cents about it. Um, he came back to to the Cavs. He promised the Cavaliers. He didn't. He just said, "I'm bringing a championship to Cleveland." He did that, and now. He has nothing else to do in Cleveland. So he fulfilled his end of the bargain, he technically. Did. Yeah. He did. You know, and as a Cleveland fan, you know, we I wish I would have enjoyed it more while he was here because now that he's gone, I'm going to be like, oh, shit, I, yeah. our team sucks. Yeah. We, our, Kevin Love is the other guy. He's like the tall white guy. Yeah. And Kyrie Irving's gone, who was the other dude that was like big. Her. He was a big um, key piece to us winning a championship. But now LeBron's going over there. I'm still going to be a LeBron James fan. But I'm Cavs fan. You know, somebody who knows nothing about basketball, I acknowledge that he's, if not the greatest, second greatest, maybe he'll be the greatest, I don't know. The audacity of that statement, I I will bring a championship, mm-hmm. I hate it. To- I know how good he is. <laughs> no. I hate it. He said it, he did it, and it was a 52-year drought. How badass is that, though? It's it's incredible, <laughs> and again, I'm starting the statement with, I acknowledge how just beyond good he is. Mm-hmm. 
I hate the audacity of that statement. <laughs> because right. that has... I will bring a championship. That is not how... Like, that's not a team mentality. Right. And I, know I will help. Or I... I, I will do everything I can to contribute or whatever. I'm, you know what I mean. The, the the statement that you sent me from Albert Pujols, how, was it his 600th home run or his 3,000th? No, 3,000th hit. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it because it was it, just that's me. the perfect athlete comment. Because I was I was telling Tommy, I think Albert Pujols is a fantastic role model. At you know, because I always think about kids who and his last worship. Name is amazing. Yeah, and Pujols. I always worship. Or I always worship. I always think about kids who are worshiping athletes, and it's like you have a responsibility as a professional athlete to act like one. And as far as I know, I don't think of all like the big, big baseball names. I don't think he ever got popped for steroids. I don't think so either. He probably he, did. He probably did them. His head's huge. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a he's got huge yeah. forearms. Yeah, I mean, I, like, he's just a big boy. I loathe uh, PEDs, especially in baseball. It makes me sick. And he, this is the tweet that he said after he hit his 3,000 home. What, in what month was this? Uh, it doesn't have it on here. All seven, sorry. Well, this was a couple months ago. Maybe a month ago. He know. said, thank you to all my family, friends, and fans for the support I've been given throughout my career. 3,000 hits was a special milestone for me, and it is an honor to have shared it with all of you. May the glory, may all glory be to God. So, he's, you know, he's a religious guy. He, he paints just That's just pure positivity. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it's like this collective... Acknowledgement. I just love it. Yeah. It's great. He's a good guy. Yep. Well, that's our sports cast. Yeah. Um, we can move forward. There's other big news. What's that? Uh, Drake. Yeah, Scorpion. Drake dropped an album. I, I actually had a quasi-listening party, and by that I mean we had some friends over and we drank and puzzled and listened to Drake. Which but it was great. Amazing. Yeah, it I, was amazing. I actually told a bunch of people about that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to a Drake listening party. And nobody understood, and then I was like, yeah, we're just going to sit around well, drink and listen to Drake. And listening like, party oh. is a term that has popped up in the past like six months i've That's never cool. heard of that all my life but i see it on twitter like with albums and rappers shit. are Ex- yeah, doing ex- exactly, yeah exactly kanye and cuddy did it kanye has like kind of revolutionized yeah it, I, I did it out of in like a joking way mocking <laughs> but also appreciating that so yeah and you got I mean, how many times have you been through it now mm. several times especially i listened to it again yesterday with tara we were we finished the puzzle mm-hmm. oh you did yeah i, I wow. have to do a puzzle video that's bold yeah Okay, it was like right the, at the end of the night. last piece that you yes. guys didn't finish? Yes. Okay. So uh, we got to do that. But yeah, I listened to it at work today, and it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, and every day there's like a new song that I'm thinking, oh, this one's really good. Yeah. You know? But that's because the whole album is good. And you and Yaley have been chatting Texting back and forth. In the Six God kind, chat. I'm just kind of hovering over and watching all yes. of you guys talking about the, yes. the music. I like all the songs on it. It's hard for me to pick one especially that I like. But... This is the big news that I wanted to drop on you. And mm-hmm. it's unfortunately still speculative. Okay. But this is really cool that I found out about this this morning. So I was just on uh, Reddit or some other news site. You know the line, the famous line in God's Plan? Can you can you try to recall right now? You're putting me on the spot. Guarantee yeah. I know it. Just I only... Oh, yeah, yeah. It. Love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. Okay. So... Drake on this album has kind of revealed uh, that he has a son. And it, nobody yeah. really knew that he had a son. Everybody thought he might. Yeah, he's finally, like, acknowledging his, his existence, Yeah, which is nice. So He does it in multiple songs, too. Yeah. He talks it, about it. Yeah, he's, like, kind of... He just... The way he bounces his lyrics around, you don't really know what he's trying to say. Right. And especially with that line, I only love my bed and my mama, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So, Drake's son has been speculated... 
that his name is Adonis right. Mabed Graham. M-A-H-B-E-D. Interesting. So that line is actually not saying my bed. Yeah, he, he loves his son and his my mama. Bed, hmm. My mom. I like it. And I'm sorry. And he's never He's, he's so crafty. I know. <laughs> he's the true rapper. Can, can we rapper, talk about rapper. why Drake is awesome? Yeah. I, he has never, at least from what I can tell, he has never taken himself or what he does too seriously. Mm. Because I've had multiple conversations with Tommy about this. And by the way, henceforth... I'm probably going to start being a little bit more uh, free-spoken about my opinions. Okay. Because if people don't like them, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's You have to deal with that. Okay. And, and I've, I've been getting to that because I've been listening to Joe Rogan a lot lately. Oh, nice. So okay. that's all playing into it. But anyways, because more people need to do this and have these kind of conversations. But anyways, um, I think hip-hop culture is one of the number one problems in our country today. Not the music. Mm -hmm. That's like saying guns are the problem with gun control. They're not. It's our messed up culture. Behind the gun. Exactly. Mm -hmm. A gun does not kill somebody, nor does hip hop music, because we listen to it and we don't go out and shoot people and deal drugs. So what the hell? Anyways, he does not take. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Go back and listen to that one. He doesn't. He has never taken himself too seriously or what he does in the rap game. Yeah. And I think, in, like, he makes fun of himself a lot. He's mm-hmm. very self-aware of, like, the good guy in, image that he has. And I I just love Drake. That's one of the I new, love him. One of, a lyrics in one of his songs on the new album is, I've, it's like, I've fallen into the good guy role. Yes. How upset with that are you? Yeah. And he'll, he's like, owns, he's like, I'll own it. Exactly. He just, he has, I've never sat there and felt like, oh, what a piece of shit. Which yeah. I've thought that about a lot of other rappers. So he had beef with Meek Mill mm-hmm. a few years ago mm-hmm. and he came out with uh, Back to Back mm-hmm. the song Back to Back yep and uh, you know kind of shitting on him a little bit but even in that song I don't remember him saying anything where he was like I'm gonna kill you well like, isn't I'm, I'm upset a diss track I, I don't know they're, I they're so tame you yeah. can't even I think it is by I'm the way upset. don't quote me you can never tell because I think he knows it's bullshit. Yeah. Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, what is a beef? Yeah. What is a beef? And, like, that makes me mad just <laughs> saying those words. It's so stupid. I didn't even... Oh, let's kill each other. Guess because uh, rap culture. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do that. Well... I, so and case in point, that triple X rapper, I, I don't know what the hell it. his name is, but he's dead. Yeah. And there was another one that was shot recently. Who, I just saw it on Twitter. I don't know what his name was. I'd never seen him before. He's, and, like, 21 years old. Dead. Unfortunately, that idolizes them i know and they it's like you get it's like you want to die they 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 probably think from wherever he's watching there was no better way for him to go out like he almost like he died for a martyr for himself it's not even a cause okay so here's what i have to say about that though i i'm getting the vibe that drake wants that on his album he's kind of saying that he's like if i die you're talking about that yeah people were talking i mean it's just already loved it's like any (laughs) artist that you know you you take artists from back in the day and then they weren't world famous until they died you know post what I mean? homi- post hom- say post posthumous posthumous yeah you. i couldn't get the word out of my mouth or is it just posthumous yeah Oof. posthumous no, yeah i post- think that's... oh my god no i think it's posthumous, posthumous. Oh, oh we gotta look it up yeah <laughs> let's take a break real quick okay <laughs> thank you posthumous yeah Occurring, awarded, or appearing after the death of the originator. Boom. Posthumous. 
looks like posthumous. What, what was I saying? Post hot. You and I posthumous. both said post posthumous. <laughs> Hoss it up. That's Crafty boys. We're out. These are empty. Mm. Oh. Oh. When these metal ice cubes hit my teeth. Yeah. Love that feeling. <laughs> Not. Do you want any more? I, I shouldn't because I have to drive after this. Okay, right. Yes, I do. No, you shouldn't give it to me. All right, so more reasons why Drake is relatable. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to mention this in the in the dance uh, the, the dance video. Oh, the music video for for his new song. I'm upset. He's lying on the, not that this is relatable <laughs> that yeah. he's lying on the Toronto Raptors basketball court. Yeah. with a girl in his arms on on a bed. Yeah, but he's doing that, and before you even see that he's on a basketball court. He's trying to, like, sneak under her without waking her up while his arm's underneath the bed. Yeah. And his face is, like, contorting while he's trying to, like, do it as... Well, that's relatable. That particular part is that, relatable That's what I'm people. talking about. Yeah. The very first time I saw that video, I was like, Drake is the most relatable rapper yeah. Again, in everything the world. is... He, he acknowledges bullshit jokes, not taking himself seriously. He's a and horrible that's dancer. All. Yeah, but... but <laughs> But not really because, because he owns it. He doesn't give a shit, yeah. and that makes you a good dancer. I, I've that's how that, you and I dance. And I've said that you lose all inhibition. Life. You're automatically the best dancer on the floor. <laughs> automatically, as long as you don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're good. And I like when I, especially like when we were at the the club last time. The club, uh, which it was, it was the for a, a alley cat night. Yeah, yeah, with everybody. Yeah, John, who's is a self proclaimed bad dancer. He was just up there just. Yeah, kind of like throwing. You get a couple around. of drinks and you're good. And and I want whenever I see somebody who clearly doesn't want to be dancing, but is like doing it just because they just want to be out there and have fun. I I start imitating their moves because mm-hmm. I. Want oh, I them learn to from think, people. I'm like a it's I'm like a sponge. Right. Yeah, well, it's not about me learning their moves. It's about me showing them that I like. I'm going to dance like you because who gives a fuck? This is know? relatable to you. Speaking yeah. of the word relatability. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want I want everybody to know that just dance, man. Dance yeah. like nobody's watching. Yeah, and make them make them feel comfortable, and and then that once you teach that, they can go anywhere from that. Mm-hmm. I always say my one high school buddy Keto, he taught me how to lose inhibition, mm-hmm. and in that, what that means is he taught me how to dance. It doesn't mean I took a dance class with Keto. He just taught me how to dance by way of that. Keto would be a um, a good listener, a good uh, person to have as a guest. Oh yeah, definitely. I would I would love that. When was the last time you talked to him? Uh, we we talk uh, we text each other probably like every couple of weeks. Oh wow! Just random stuff. Yeah, okay. seriously. Hey Keto, what's up? You can send me a text. Too. Hey Mama, I, think, I love you. I think I still have we your number in my phone. I'll, I'll have to get that from you after this out. Yeah, totally. So we. By the way, we need to get more guests. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> That's my answer. To last that. topic. We 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 have a, we can do a ten minutes here. Mm-hmm. You wanted to talk about dreams. Mm-hmm. Who's going first? You. All right. So. I'm going to end up on an FBI watch list. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I, I've been texting Tommy about Joe this Rogan. dream. that I, Exactly. Joe Rogan. Yeah. That's going to be the, my, the new pep talk. Yeah. I was telling Tommy about this, and anybody who knows me, whatever, people who don't know me, if this is your first episode, maybe Johnny or Brett, listen to other episodes. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> just, just like 10%. Yeah, just like 10%. Maybe like 20 I don't act on those impulses. <laughs> so... I had a really weird and disturbing is the only word. For, like, I woke up and I was upset about it. Mm. I'm upset. Um, thank you. Coming wow. full circle. Very good. Yeah, thank you. Like, I, I woke up and I had just gotten through 
brutally and violently murdering like 12 people with my own bare hands Ooh. in the dream. Well, you also play a lot of video games. I'm getting to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was an extra wounds yeah, reference. So, <laughs> that night, and I, there's nothing better than when you have a dream and I can pinpoint every single little part of it, where it came from, why you dreamt about it. That night, Tara and I watched Sopranos, mm-hmm. violent, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, <laughs> violent, <laughs> and we played and won Fortnite. Uh-huh. So I was in this, in this dream, I don't want to say a basement because that sounds like really small, but I was, I don't know why that's relevant, maybe it's not, but I was like in the basement of some big house complex, what have you, and there were, I, the number 12 kept sticking out to me. I'm pretty sure I murdered 12 people, <laughs> and... But it wasn't just killing. I mean, this was brutal, hands-on. One of them, I remember, I took the guy's head and I smashed it into a wall. Again, bare hands. Yeah. And very gory, very visceral. And it was a combination of all of those things. Okay, so you have, like, I guess basically the the the, the fuse of the whole thing was the Sopranos and the violence and the murder in that show. And then the tactics of the killing came from Thrones. Mm. We watched a couple episodes. I think one of them was... Um, I won't give anything away, away, whatever, but it was, it was a pretty large scale battle on the water and there were some really violent deaths in it. Um, the, whatchamacallit, the, the people from the Iron Islands, uh, Iron Islands were involved. So it was extremely violent stuff. And then it was that. Oh, was it when Yara was fighting? Yes. The guy, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yara versus. Euron. Euron. Yeah. 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 So anyways, there's that. And then. Uh, Fortnite was the last man standing aspect of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, the only redeeming part of this was I was not killing for fun, mm-hmm. but it was with bloodlust. It were wasn't you crying. No, that and I have one last thing to talk about. Yeah, it, it, I was definitely not reserved mm-hmm. about this. I was not only going to kill everybody, but I was going to do it in very surefire, you are dead, violent ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that came specifically. From I also saw in a, in an episode that because I think we watched two that night, um, the Thrones. Hound. Yeah. Okay. I f- I was fighting like the Hound. It wasn't because he he like kills with passion, but it's just because he's such a beast. Mm-hmm. And in this dream, that's what I was killing everybody with. It yeah. wasn't I wasn't like this timid little guy. Oh, I gotta make sure I survive, and I'll only kill if I have to. It was like no, I'm gonna kill everybody in here, and I'm gonna be the last man standing. Mm. So. That was a really that was one of the most disturbing dreams I've ever. I don't kill people in my dreams. <laughs> yeah. I've been killed. Yeah. But I don't kill people. Yeah. So that was really weird. Well, maybe okay, so I like but to analyze dreams. Yeah, that's that's just from um, there's there's some sort of a latent meaning. Mm-hmm. The manifest meanings were Thrones, Sopranos, Fortnite. Give me what was latent. Well, well no, the the I was going to say outside versus inside influences. Mm-hmm. The outside influences were definitely there. Yeah. Like you you had watched these shows, they were fresh on your mind. Yeah. And then I went right to bed after a victory royale at 2 in the morning. Okay. And then the inside in you is you're feeling like you have more control of your life maybe recently. I like that. Right? I was going to say suppressed rage. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot I'll better. help you out. I'll make you feel a lot okay, better good. about this. I feel... <laughs> I, you're supposed to look at every single person in your dream, no matter who it is or what it is. Good news. I was killing strangers. Well, you were killing Actually, yourself. Actually, that sounded awful. <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't like people I want dead because I don't want anybody dead. But you were – but so what I've heard is that you're supposed to just look at everything as a representation of yourself. Yeah. So these people that you were killing – Maybe you were annoying just parts other, of myself. Other aspects of your life that are just – that you your subconscious Fluff, feels are dead. Extraneous. Yes. 
and you're like, I, I am, I, I'm in control here. Yeah. I want to be the last man standing of my own self. Who wants to be a psychiatrist? <laughs> That's good. I like. We're we're gonna go with that. Uh, NSA, FBI, eat shit. It's just a dream. I'm good. You already plugged your Twitter on here. They can ban you from everything. Yeah, they probably will, and that's fine. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to bring this full circle to you had these outside influences which related to an inside thing. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've had dreams that like my subconscious that I that were things that I weren't that I wasn't thinking about in my life anymore, but my subconscious boiled them up for my the the bottom of my spine. Yeah. Where I had I I don't want to say names you weren't saying names just in case i'm yeah. just gonna keep it but i had a dream recently where i uh, other people in my life that i that i specifically male remember, or like, female or both both okay uh yeah, actually both. I, told you, I actually told you about this dream so if that okay. helps yeah, yeah okay. um i had people in my life that died and oh I yeah, was, yeah, yeah and i was really <laughs> really upset about it but in my dream like, I was physically upset about it, and I remember, like, crying and feeling horrible about them being dead, but my subconscious was telling me, why are you forcing these emotions out? And then there were other people in my life that I, like, rounded the corner and saw other people in my life, and it was, like, more relief. Like, yeah. I was, like, moving... It, it was it was a very moving forward moving feeling. Moving on. Yeah. M- moving on kind of feeling. Um, and And I woke up, and I just remember thinking... that it was almost confirming for me because i knew it outside i had like i've been treating myself the same way i'm a very go about your day and even if you're not feeling good to kind of fake it and and feel positive Mm -hmm. because sooner or later it'll turn positive and i think that's what happened and 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 let me focus on the word fake there i mean i was just talking to tara about something this morning where you know she was feeling a little downtrodden and not optimistic about something and and i you have influenced me in a tremendous way Thank when it you. comes you're welcome when it comes to manifestation mm-hmm. like wow do i believe in that mm-hmm. and if you think negatively and think negative thoughts you will manifest negative outcomes in your life mm-hmm. that is an absolute guarantee mm-hmm. i am so and the obvious opposite of that is also true mm-hmm. if you think positively if you act positively if you are just constantly in a positive state of mind and you're you're working on just doing glass half full instead of glass half empty, that it will change your life. People don't understand. People, I'm, I I need to. We need to start assuming that everybody is. I feel like you and I assume a lot of things I, about other people. That's okay. We're allowed. We don't. Cl- <laughs> we definitely do not claim to be experts on anything. Let's let's say that again. We're not experts on anything. I feel that it's. There you go. Uh, I I talk to a lot of people that are. That say, oh, I've been, I, I felt really like good about things lately. Like I don't know why, I don't know why this is happening to yeah. me. Because and life, it well, yeah, it's there's going to be val- peaks and valleys. But if you keep focusing on the positive, you can skim over a lot of the negative. Yeah. By knowing that there's going to be a peak right around the corner. Yep. And and I mean, even in the big valleys in my life, I'm like. I know it's a valley. I've been here before. Yeah. You, you've lived and you life came out before. Stronger. And you came out stronger. How many? How relatable is that? You know, you go through these peaks and valleys. And I know there's a lot of times in your life where you're like, holy shit, things have been going really good yeah. for me lately. And, and then there's nowhere to go but down from there, you know, at some point. 
focus. So this was a really so you have good, to be ready for this. That. Was a really good, great piece of advice my dad used to give me. He used to always say, "Don't get too high with your highs and too low with your lows." Yeah, like when you're really depressed, don't get don't feel too bad about it. When you're too high, when you're high with your highs, don't go over the top. Understand it. that that's not gonna last forever. But he's like. He's changed his mind on it recently. There was, I, there's, a, there's a psychiatrist that he listens to quite frequently. He said, live, live up that high as strongly as you can. Yeah. Really feel it and, and, and understand it. Because how many times is something taken away from you and you're like, wow, I wish that I would have really enjoyed that for a little bit longer. Well, yeah. And, and think about it this way. You can take – everybody <laughs> – takes negative baggage into positive situations and it ruins positive situations why can't you do the opposite take positive baggage with you and like you said live on that high and then when whenever that that valley comes you're like i don't give a shit rather than going in like down into that valley you can kind of hit it and just yeah here's yeah here's the easiest way that i i really can put it when something is wrong and I, I did this this morning with Tara. Mm-hmm. Think about how many things aren't wrong. Mm, and it's, I love that. the ratio is like 99 to 1 yeah. or 100 to 1, I guess. Yeah. It, it's, it's insane. And that is just because we live in a shitty culture where we don't focus on the things that we have and we don't focus on being thankful for things. That is what you should focus on. And moreover, we most of the time you can you know i don't know if this is an expression or what i don't know the exact wording but most of the things that we worry about never happen mm-hmm. they they just don't happen <laughs> know, and then you just spent that time and energy and worry and stress on that and there was no reason for it that was... now if you want to worry about it once it's happened yeah okay figure it out and move on and move past it but most of the time you worry about things they don't ever happen i couldn't agree more um one way i used to pray uh, was even when things were going wrong, my mom used to tell me, <laughs> I'm bringing up my mom and my dad love them. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have stomach aches. I know, we'll be quick here. No, you're good. I used to have stomach aches a lot. And when I was, uh, when I had those stomach aches, my mom used to be like, just instead of like wishing for it to go away, thank God for the experience that you're having. Thank you for it. Thank you for giving me this. And I never really understood that until it just taught me a different way of thinking, which was thanking before you ask for and i've translated that oh my god dude the mojo right now (laughs) i was going to end this with saying and i swear to god i begin every prayer with being thankful for something Mm -hmm. usually if if it's if it's not something specific it's for my health Mm -hmm. hey god thank you for the stomach ache and i'm being i'm being sarcastic here thank you for the stomach ache i'm i'm i'd rather have this than stomach cancer Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like Hey, you can complain about having that stomach ache, or you can thank God that you don't have stomach cancer. Right. So, that's as that. far as you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. As I pour Hudson down my gullet, um, that was basically it. And what an informative cast. Yes. So, I need another D from you. That okay. was gay. Um, <laughs> Drake, I got four of them. <laughs> Drake, dreams, and the dark side. <laughs> oh. The dark side of dreams. No. Uh, I well, thought we were going to do Dreamcast. But we didn't talk about Dreamcast. Hey, House of the Dead's a good game. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure out something else. Hey, and if the sound quality was weird, we have a weird jerry-rigged situation this week. We'll be back to normal next week. Thanks, Mike. See ya!